Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It is the day after the election and I'm not going to mention it. Some of my listeners and friends might have voted red, some might have voted blue. I wanted to tell a story today to kind of Put a little perspective on things, on life. People put a huge emotional investment in these things. And don't get me wrong, if you've listened to my last couple episodes, you probably know where I stand. It was important to me. I think it was an election that could change the course of our country's history. But today, I want to remind you of what's important, how fragile life is. Maybe put a little perspective on how you're feeling, good or bad. As I've mentioned before, I spent a lot of times over the years volunteering in prisons. A few years ago, I was asked by the Terre Haute Federal Penitentiary to come visit, do a couple classes, meet with some of the inmates, It is where the federal death row is. There's some interesting characters in there, you might say. I met a couple terrorists, some white supremacists, a lot of murderers. But I also met a young man. A young man that when we were talking, he was smart. He was a handsome young man. But he didn't have much of a life ahead of him. Over 30 years in a federal penitentiary. And as we talked, he was desperate to not lose his humanity. More than once, he would point to someone who had been in there for decades and how they had been institutionalized. He called them zombies. I asked him what he had done to end up in the federal penitentiary. And then I looked it up later, found the court records, and he was telling me the truth. There was nothing he told me that wasn't true. And it was basically this simple. He was a teenager. I think he was 18. And as teenagers do, he got mixed up with the wrong crowd. He got mixed up with some violent gang members, white supremacist gang, I believe. They're out partying one night. One of them had a grudge against a local business. He's along for the ride. Now, who knows in the moment? Maybe he was going, yeah, let's do it. Maybe he was scared. Who knows? But in the moment, this kid, who, by the way, had no prior prior criminal record, goes along with them as they go to this business and torch it. That's right. They torched it. Burn it down. Very quickly, law enforcement finds out who did it. Because of some of the circumstances of the crime, it got put into federal court where you pretty much do your time. And this kid, never been in jail before, never committed a crime, out with the wrong crowd, drinking, partying, causing trouble, was now going to spend the next 30-plus years of his life 
in a federal penitentiary, which is not a happy place. And who cares if he was rehabilitated? He'll be 50-something when he gets out. Think about that. What's he thinking about today? About an election? Did it matter to him? Didn't matter at all. It's sad. I, I, I work with a lot of young people, what I do. I meet a lot of young cops. I meet a lot of young veterans. Little meet a lot of young soldiers and Marines. Meet a lot of young people in the mental health field. This kid was as smart and as bright as any of them when I talked to him. Now, he had grown up in a very poor home, didn't have a father figure. Very poor. His friends were the wrong crowd by the, from the time he was little. I'm not making excuses for him, but, but he was failed. Our society failed him. Our schools failed him. He failed himself. He made bad decisions. You, know, you might not think this sometimes listening to me, but, you know, I don't think politics is black and white. I don't think conservative and liberal is black and white. I think sometimes you just try to do the right thing. You try to go, what's best for people? What's best for our country? And I think giving up on kids like this is not the best thing. I think finding a way to give them some hope might be a better way. Now, that's a complicated issue. Whether it's hope while they're in prison, whether it's hope they can get out early if they do something, who knows what it is. But today, when some of you are bent, over, bent out of shape over who won or lost, you're thinking, oh, my future sucks. Imagine the next 30 years in the Terre Haute Federal Penitentiary. And then look back to when you were young. Some of the stupid things that you did. The wrong people you ran with. Moments in time where, you know, if, if a cop would have been in the right place at the right time, maybe your whole future would have been changed because of something you were doing. As I talked to this young man, it definitely put life in perspective for me. It definitely made me think about things that I looked back on and went, woe is me. And I said, don't do that, man. You've got today. You got today. You got the sky. You got the air to breathe. You can walk out your front door and go wherever you want. You got today. Make the most of it. And as we finished talking, I felt horrible. You know, I was like a connection to what could have been for that kid. I was a connection to the real world. I'd played guitar for him and some of the men I met in there. He reached in his pocket and he gave me what is now one of my most prized possessions. He gave me his guitar pick. The guitar pick, the only possession through all of that he had been allowed to keep that he cared about. I almost didn't want to take it. I almost felt guilty. But then I realized... Him knowing I had it was a connection to the outside world, to what could have been, to somebody that looked at him and didn't see a horrible person, but saw a young man who still had bright eyes and a smile on his face and hope in his heart. And whenever I see that pick and I've had a bad day and I'm going through my drawers and there it is, it tells me, keep your head up, look forward, you got today. Plenty of people out there that can't say that. Plenty of people that need help, that need hope, that need direction, that need guidance. So no matter what you think about what happened yesterday, you've got today. For some of us, it's brighter than others. But you've got today.
Make the most of it. Don't squander it. Think of that young man. Think of mistakes you've made. And give thanks. I'll give thanks. And I'll play my guitar. And I'll think about them. So until next time, my friends. I want you to aim high. Spread your wings. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. You can walk out that front door. You can breathe fresh air. You can spread your arms. You can holler. You can scream. You can run down the street. It's a good day. I'm your host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.